Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of the Dark Horse Podcast. My name is Brandon Ganey. I will be your host. Before we start with this inaugural episode, I just wanted to define what the podcast is, why I even started to make or why I even wanted to make it. Also, who is this podcast for and what can you expect to get from it slash how is it different from the <laughs> hundreds of other fitness podcasts? Okay, so what is the Dark Horse Podcast? The Dark Horse Podcast is named after my business, Dark Horse Performance. That is a personal training slash coaching business. And my business is named after my high school mascot, the Clinton High School Dark Horses. Shout out Clinton High School in Clinton, North Carolina, home of the Dark Horses. Once a Dark Horse, always a Dark Horse. So why would I make a podcast as opposed to just putting stuff on Instagram or making YouTube videos or whatever? And it's because, quite frankly, I believe that audio is superior to video because of the amount of people that you're a, you're going to be able to reach from it. So what I'm saying is not everyone is always going to have the opportunity or the time to sit down and watch a video. However, if you're going the audio route or an audio platform, i.e. podcasting, you can almost everybody's going to be in a car at some point during their day. You can listen to a podcast in your car. If you're going to the gym, you can throw a set of earbuds in and listen to a podcast. If you're going for a run, you can listen to a podcast. If you're cleaning your house, you have a smart speaker, you can listen to a podcast. So when you combine that with the fact that God has blessed me immensely in my life with being able to do what I absolutely love for a living, I love training. I love talking about training. I love training other people. I love learning about training. When you combine those two things together, you get the Dark Horse podcast. So who is this podcast for? Uh, quite frankly, the the podcast, the show is just for anyone who wants to live a healthier life, who wants to improve their performance again in the gym, which will also carry over into other areas of your life. Anyone who enjoys training, anyone who's looking to get started in training, and mainly for people who are looking to get stronger or, or who just enjoy being strong in general. So who's going to benefit from this slash how is this podcast different from all the other ones? Um, I'm just trying my best to cut down on all of the noise in the fitness industry. And man, it is noisy up in here. There are so many opinions being passed off as fact. Um, very, very few people in this space, at least at the moment, are genuine. Most people are simply looking to make a quick buck, regardless of whether or not you end up in a healthier slash better place. And I'm looking to dispel some myths. I'm looking to, you know, try and clear up some of the muddy waters, if you will. Uh, that is my main goal, again, not just of this podcast, but of my business as well. So I just wanted to take a couple of moments. We're going to get rolling with the very first episode here in just a moment. I just wanted to explain to everyone, again, what the podcast was, why I wanted to do it, who it was for, and how you can benefit from it. So without further ado, let's get rolling. Dark Horse Podcast, Episode 1. The Dark Horse Podcast will provide you with the methods and mindset to achieve your goals both inside the gym and out. This is your source for non-biased, accurate, and actionable information and tips surrounding fitness, nutrition, and ways to stay disciplined. I'll help you cut through the noise of the fitness industry and get straight to what you need to excel and grow. 
right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome everyone to the Dark Horse Podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to listen today. Uh, this episode is going to be all about how to structure slash assess your strength training program. It's going to be helpful for you if you've just started lifting or if you're intermediate to advanced or if you're a trainer or a coach. So if you've just started out and you're a, a little bit new, uh, this is going to give you a bit of a template to go by, right? A way that you can write and design your program if you are an intermediate to advanced lifter or a trainer or a coach. It's going to give you kind of a checklist or kind of a reminder as a way for you to assess uh, the programs that you're either currently running for yourself or maybe writing for your clients. So <clears throat> uh, first off, if my voice cracks or goes out or whatever, uh, my apologies. Currently, I have COVID and I don't honestly know how <laughs> how this is going to turn out in terms of the audio. I, I hope it ends up okay. So if you if you hear me clearing my throat a lot or, you know, something like that, it's just, I'm just I'm just trying to get my, my voice um, corrected. So uh, I'm going to give concepts or um, I'm not going to give you spe- necessarily specific exercises or rep schemes or sets or whatever, because here's here's what is going to happen. Number one, I'm not really helping you because you, you don't really know what to do next week, right? <laughs> right? Or next month or next year. So if, if I just say, hey, everybody should should barbell squat, you know, this weight, this this many sets, this many reps, right? Make sure your total volume is this. Make sure you do if I tell you that, that may help you today, you know, right? I mean, if I give you a sample workout, that might help you today, but that's not really going to help you long term. You're not really going to gain any ground in terms of your knowledge. Or again, if you're an intermediate to advanced lifter or a coach, that's not going to help you, you know, with your clientele or with yourself. So <clears throat> instead, I want to I want to come at this from a bit of a different angle. All right. I want to think about that. I want you to start thinking in terms of concepts or principle instead of specific exercises. And when I say concepts or principles, what I mean specifically is movement patterns. All right. There are six fundamental movement patterns I'm going to cover. I'm going to go through these. I'm going to explain what they are. I'm going to give examples of each of them. And then I'm going to show you how amazingly simple it is to incorporate them into your current routine. So there's six fundamental movement patterns. One, upper body push. Two, upper body pull. Three, hip hinge. Four, squat. Five, lunge. Six, loaded carry. Okay, so first up is upper body push. Clearly, any exercises where you push something away from your body, okay? Almost immediately, everyone's mind goes to a bench press. (laughs) Especially if you're a guy. Everybody's mind goes to a bench press. But just understand, don't sleep on weighted push-ups or even body weight push-ups if you're not quite there yet where you can weight them. Uh, It's also band or cable flies. And it can also be done in a vertical push or press variation as well right so you can overhead press with dumbbells kettlebells a barbell bands you can you can even overhead press with just just plates if that's all you have but use what you have be resourceful but that's your first movement pattern so upper body push next up number two upper body pull so is any exercise where you pull something towards your body okay so here what we're talking about is um, mainly a row variation. So we got body weight rows, inverted rows. You have barbell bent over rows. You have band rows. You have single arm dumbbell rows. You can do kettlebell rows, gorilla rows. I mean, we, we could be here all day naming specific exercises, but again, something where you pull an object or a load towards your body. And don't forget as well, just like our push, 
These can also be vertical. Okay, so you could do a pull up or a chin up. You could do a lat pull down if you're at a commercial gym. You could do a band or a cable pull down, right? So as long as you're pulling something towards you, that's in essence your pull movement pattern. Number three is going to be a hip hinge. So any exercise where your hips push back in relation to your body. So these are going to be things like a deadlift, an RDL, a hip thrust variation, glute bridge variation, and everything in between. Movement pattern number four is going to be a squat. Any exercise where you just simply squat down, not a lot. I mean, that's pretty, it, it kind of gives itself away, right? Uh, but again, just some idea, quintessential barbell back squat. When you when you look up squat, when you see people squatting in the gym, although it might not be <laughs> technically correct, uh, that's what they're going to be doing. So we got back squats, we got front squats, we got goblet squats, you can do box squats, you can do banded squats. Um, again, these are just um, examples, guys. Number five is going to be a lunge. Any exercise where you have hip flexion and knee flexion, right? So pretty much when you go to take a step, essentially, that is a, in a way a lunge movement pattern. All right. So examples of this, man, we got tons of tons of lunges. You got forward lunges, reverse lunges, diagonal lunges, side lunges, and and don't don't forget about this. The number five is a lunge movement pattern. Number five is a lunge, but you don't only have to do lunge exercises. So part of a lunge movement pattern, an exercise is also, or an exercise that will fall under that category is also a step up. Okay. So very simple. You put a box or a bench or a stack of bumper plates or whatever you have in front of you and you step up on it. You can do this holding dumbbells, kettlebells, sandbag, you know, again, a weight plate, bands, you can do a number of different things. So just because the movement pattern is a lunge doesn't mean you can only do lunging exercises. If you're not doing step-ups, personally, I think you're kind of um, missing out on a lot. Step-ups are great for everyone. I mean, at some point, you got to climb some steps, right? Uh, Number six, last movement pattern is going to be a loaded carry. Okay, so again, pretty straightforward. Anytime you pick something up and you carry it. So you can pick up a set of dumbbells, kettlebells, barbell. Uh, You can use sandbags. You can use Ks. You can use... um, Farmer's implements, if you have access to them, you can use a giant rock at a park. Uh, you could pick up another human being and carry them, right? C- uh, a couple of different ways you can vary farmer's carries. Uh, you can go heavy and short, right? So pick up a heavy set of dumbbells or a heavy kettlebell, whatever you have. Go 50 to 75 feet, right? Or you can go low and long, right? So pick up something that's a little bit lighter for you and care. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> carry it uh, 125 150 feet okay so it doesn't always have to be this and and anything in between you don't always have to carry something heavy or always carry something light try to vary it so you kind of get the best of strength and conditioning or um or endurance okay so those are our six movement patterns all right so we have upper body push upper body pull a hip hinge a squat a lunge and a loaded carry now how do you how do you take that and incorporate them, excuse me, incorporate them into your program? Or if you're writing a program for someone else, how how do you take the movement patterns and use that? So number one, I'm going to, so I'm going to give an example here and this is meant to show how easy it is and how simple it is to to get these in. I'm going to give you an example of a two day per week training schedule. Okay. And we're still going to get them all in. All right, so day one, we're going to hit lower body. All right, let's say my main focus is going to be a barbell squat. All right, so I come in, number, 
First off, little little uh, sidebar here. Please, please, whether you're 20 years old or 60 years old, please make sure you're going through a proper warm up. I, I understand that you know you might be someone who's completely injury free and all of that, and that's great. But if you want to stay that way, <laughs> make sure you're warming up properly. At the end of your warm up. You should be breathing heavy. You should be sweating, right? Your core temperature should be up, right? You, you should be ready to roll. Um, you shouldn't go into any, any, especially strength work. You shouldn't go into any exercise cold. Not a, not a very safe plan. All right, so <clears throat> back on track, back to the topic at hand. So day one, we're going to hit lower body, all right? We're going to come in, nice dynamic warm-up. First up, barbell squat, five sets of five, okay? So that's one movement pattern out, right? We know squat's a movement pattern, and it's our primary strength exercise of the day, so we hit it. Squat is done. Once you get your five sets of five completed, move on to your assistance or your accessory work, and again, excuse me, sorry. You can structure your assistance work a couple of different ways. Number one, you can use this as an opportunity to bring up any lagging muscle group that you have, and everybody's got them, okay, everyone. Number two, you can use this as an opportunity to enhance or to strengthen the big lift, the compound movement that you just performed, all right? So so I come in, hit my barbell squat, five sets of five. That's the one movement pattern done. For my assistance work, th- this is just off the cuff, guys, okay? For my assistance work, let's go dumbbell reverse lunge, 30 seconds, grab a set of dumbbells, 30 seconds on each leg, dump straight into a dumbbell RDL for 30 seconds, then I'll grab a light band and hit band pull-aparts for 30 seconds, and then I'll rest for 30 seconds, okay? So, you, this is like a giant set, right? This is, there's no rest until your 30-second rest period. So, you got the one set of dumbbells and the one light band, and you can do all of these, all three of these all three of these exercises. So if you do, if you follow that format, you come in, you warm up, you hit your barbell squat. That's one movement pattern. You get into your assistance work. You start a clock, 30 seconds of dumbbell reverse lunges on each leg. We, we know a lunge is a movement pattern straight into a dumbbell RDL. So that's two movement patterns done straight into your 30 seconds of a dumbbell RDL. If you do that, that's a hip hinge. That's three movement patterns done. Then you hit your band pull-aparts, which is not necessarily a movement pattern, for 30 seconds, and then you rest for 30 seconds. You hit that for four total rounds, okay? That's 10 minutes, and you're done. Super simple, super quick, not, nothing crazy going on there, all right? If, and this is completely optional, if you have extra time at the end of your workout, or if you're kind of like, yeah, you know, I kind of like to do a little something else, Good. Pick up a set of dumbbells or kettlebell, kettlebells and hit your loaded carry, okay? Start your clock. If it's heavy, walk 50 feet. If it's lighter, walk ever how many feet? 75, 100, 125, 150, ever how far you want. So you just pick up a set of dumbbells, start a clock, walk, set the dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever you're using down. At the top of the next minute, you do that again. At the top of the next minute, you do that again, okay? And you continue doing that until 10 minutes is up. Number one, you're going to get a, if the, if the weight is appropriate, you're going to get a a tremendous conditioning effect. And number two, you've just knocked out your fourth movement pattern of the week. And we're only in the first day of exercise or the first day of training here. Okay. So whether you choose to hit loaded carry at the end of your 
your workout or not, you're still knocking out a good chunk, at least half of your movement patterns that you need for the week. Okay, so that's the lower body day done. The next time you train that week, your second training day that week, we're going to come in once again, warm up is vital to success. So you hit your, you hit your warm up. Today's main focus is going to be a bench press shocker, right? Again, I'm picking, I'm picking very basic classic exercises just to, just to show that you don't have to get all crazy and do these Instagram <laughs> terrific <laughs> sensational exercises that people are, <laughs> people are showing the, the basics work guys. The basics have been around forever and it's because they just flat out work. All right, so we come in, we warm up, we hit five sets of five of a dumbbell or a barbell bench press, whichever you prefer. So after that, we're going to, just like we did on our lower body day, we're going to go into some accessory lifts, okay? So with our bench press, let's say we did do our loaded carry on our lower body day, okay? By the way, if you don't do it on your lower body day, just do it on your upper body day. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter, guys. It's a loaded carry. That's the beauty of it. You can literally put these in anywhere in a program. Okay, so let's let's say we did that on our lower body day. Now we're going to come in for our upper body day. We hit our warm-up. We hit our uh, dumbbell bench press, five sets of five. So that's five movement patterns. We only need one more. All we have to do now is pull something in order to meet this um, this uh, outline or this, <clears throat> excuse me, this guide or this criteria of hitting our six movement patterns during the course of our training week. So when we go to our accessory work, I'm going to pick exercises that are going to enhance or help me on my big lift that I just did. So for me personally, that would be a band or a cable press down, a tricep press down. I would then go into a dumbbell row or a barbell row, some sort of horizontal pull because the bench press is a horizontal press. So I want to do the exact opposite of that in order to hit my back properly. So I got a, a tricep press down, exercise number one. Exercise number two is going to be a dumbbell. I'll, I'll say I'll use dumbbells, dumbbell row. All right. Exercise number three is going to be a dumbbell lateral raise in order to hit my shoulders because shoulders, shoulders and triceps are definitely involved in bench pressing. Now, you can do the same thing you did on your lower body day and hit 30 seconds of each of those three exercises, 30 seconds of tricep press downs, 30 seconds of a dumbbell row, 30 seconds of a lateral raise, and then 30 seconds rest. You can do that and just hit it four rounds again. Or if you just want to ch- listen again, the, the main focus of this episode is just to give an outline or a template. I, I'm not going to get into specific programming, at least in this episode, because first I feel like you really need to get these movement patterns as a fundamental concept to training design, because if not, you're just flat out missing out. But if you wanted to do something different, you could just do descending reps. Okay. Same exercises start at 12, do 12 of everything. And then without resting, go right into 11, do 11 of everything of of your tricep press down your horizontal row or your dumbbell row and your dumbbell lateral raise. Hit 11 of everything, then hit 10 of everything, then hit nine of everything, okay? Only rest when you absolutely have to, when you just can't get any more reps out. Just do that until you get to zero. Boom, your assistance work is done. It's not gonna take that long either. So whether you choose to go on the clock, like you did on your lower body, or you just wanna do something different, that's not really the point. The point is to make sure you get all all six of these fundamental movement patterns in during the course of your training week. 
Okay. Now, if you do that again with the, just the two days that I provided, which are just examples, you can get this in, in only two days per week. Okay. So you don't have to come up with some intricate training plan or some, you know, grinding, you know, seven days a week, you know, people hashtag everything now, you know, hashtag no days off hashtag grinding. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do what you want, but I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather have a life. Uh, so now if you train more than twice per week, clearly you can extrapolate this out to ever how many days you train, you know, two days a week, three days a week, four days, a week, whatever. But the point is it is not complicated to get these movement patterns in. So quick recap, please, at some point in your week, if you, if you're trying to do a proper strength training program, make sure you are pushing with the upper body. Again, it could be horizontal or vertical pulling with the upper body. Again, it could be horizontal or vertical. You're incorporating some type of hip hinge, some type of squat, some type of lunge, and some type of loaded carry. As long as you do that, you will have a comprehensive training program. That's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you leave a review on your Apple podcast app. That really does help drive the podcast. Also, if you have a question about either today's podcast or just my business in general or any fitness or nutrition or mindset related question, please send those questions in. I would love to answer them on the show. I'll give you a shout out. So you will send those to darkhorseperformance at yahoo.com. You can send me a message directly through my website at darkhorseperformance.biz. Again, I'm on social media, darkhorse.performance on Instagram or at be a dark horse on Facebook. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Be a dark horse. 